You can build the life you've always desired. You can become the person you want to be. You don't have to listen to society. You can step into your inner power and your truths and set yourself free. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of the Writing to Inspire podcast with your favorite host, Jamal Kadora. And if I'm not your favorite host, soon enough I will be. I welcome all of you on another lovely quarantine day. And guys, let me say, I am so damn tired of this fucking quarantine. I mean, I'm exasperated with it. It is getting so ridiculously boring. I mean, yeah, I've been productive, and I'm sure a lot of you have. But after a while, being productive gets old. I miss the elements of normalcy. But I digress. Let's address today's topic. And I do apologize for that uh, motorcycle outside. But as you all can see, this is completely unrehearsed. (laughs) So let's enjoy I want to talk about discomfort. Discomfort is a universal feeling. And many of us view discomfort as ominous. As an omen that we are fated to fail. And that we need to get as far away from a situation or a person as possible. But really, discomfort is an invitation to grow. So if you're in a new situation, a new relationship, a new job, um, endeavoring after, you know, a new hobby, and you feel discomfort, you feel uncomfortable and unsettled, that's normal. You have to understand that human beings are creatures of habit. We like what's familiar and that's why we stick to it. So the moment we experience any unfamiliarity... We're filled with nervousness, with trepidation, and we get into this fight-or-flight state, and we're impelled to run. But what we're really doing is depriving ourselves of enriching moments of growth, of change, and prosperity. And I was the prime candidate of this. Nobody liked to run more than me. And I'm not talking about the good run, you know, like the uh, the physical running, because my ass got chubby after a while. I'm talking about the metaphorical running, the turning away from new situations and new opportunities that really would benefit me because I felt abnormal. I felt out of place. The mind loves familiarity because, again, it's a safety zone, and we are wired to do what feels safe and comfortable. So that we're always feeling good. But we have to transcend these self-imposed barriers. So that we can grow and we can evolve. Because I promise you, your evolution and your deepest depths are on the other side of your growth. They're on the other side of these challenges. So let me give you a few examples. As many of you know, and I know I always reference it, but I swear to you guys, when you have that one cornerstone in your life, that milestone, you will know why I reference mine so much. So I was in a four-year relationship and I never really talked about how good it was. It was a great relationship, a great experience filled with love and growth and exploration and all sorts of fun experiences. But in the beginning of that relationship, I was nervous and I was just frightened and filled with so much dread and anxiety. 
And what do we typically do when we're filled with negative emotions, albeit self-imposed negative emotions? We mischaracterize it as a sign that we're, quote, in the wrong situation. We're, quote, dating the wrong person, or we're not doing what's really meant for us. But you'll never know what's really meant for you until you give it a full, honest attempt. An attempt that is free of nerves, of doubt, of mental patternings from years before that are dictating your behavior. And that was me. At the beginning of that relationship, I couldn't settle in. I felt like I was completely out of place. Like I was completely disconnected from myself and my reality. And to a certain degree, I was disconnected. But that disconnect was me breaking old patterns and me dispelling comfort so that I could evolve. And it's a very fine line. It's an interesting threshold between comfort and growth. Because we often dangle between that space and realize that all we're doing is depriving ourselves. So yeah, I just couldn't settle in. And my first impulse was to run away from that relationship. And I'll never forget at my old job. I was very close to one of my coworkers. And I'll never forget, it was a Monday... And I was already filled with dread because we all know Mondays <laughs> Mondays suck. It's the first day back to work. Well, at least over here. And depending on whatever other part of the world you live in. And I was leaning up against the wall. My head down. My eyes pretty much drooping. Not too many people in the store. And my coworker looks at me and he goes, There you are. You're just going to do it again, aren't you? Look what you're doing to yourself. And I looked at him and I said, what do you mean? He's like, look at you, man. You just look miserable. I'm like, yeah, I know. I just got a lot on my mind. And he's like, all right, well, talk me through it. Let's go through the pros and the cons. You know, because he knew the situation. He knew that I was experiencing a lot of um, inexplicable dread and nervousness to this relationship. And I didn't know why. But again, I'll, I'll actually elaborate on that in a podcast, another podcast episode, because it's very deep. But at that time, I just, uh, I didn't have a good understanding of myself and what was going on. And I was under a gross misapprehension that, quote, she just wasn't the one if I was feeling so nervous. But that was the furthest thing from the case. And he and I dialogued about it, and he said something that I will never forget. And that still, periodically echoes in my mind. And he said, so what are you going to do? You've described all these great things about this woman. You seem happy. You have a great person by your side. Are you just going to run like you've always run? Or are you actually going to give yourself a chance to do something different? And those words completely decimated my mental barriers and seeped through into my mental kingdom. And they planted so much goodness, so much change. And it was a defining moment for me. It was an opportunity for me to step into my own evolution and to say, you know what? I am not some pawn on a chessboard. On a chessboard of misery and distortion. I am the gatekeeper. I am the one who can open 
these gates and step out and experience something different. And I did. And I know a lot of you are going to say, well, or not a lot of you, but some people may say, well, the relationship ended and blah, blah, blah. That's not the point. It's not just about the ending. It's about everything in between, the growth, the change, the exploration, the lessons, all of these things that contribute to the very foundation that you stand upon to build the life that you want. And it matters. It matters to me that people take these chances and realize that self-imposed restrictions will be your metaphorical death because you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you'll be in a state of decay. Yes, that relationship ended. Yes, I experienced a heartbreak. Yes, I spent so much time mourning it. But I learned a hell of a lot. I learned how to better love, how to better show up, how to sift through my own depths and to realize more of what's me and more of what's the distortions I inherited or that were imposed. And I'm so glad that I did that. I'm so glad that I gave it an open, an, excuse me, an open and honest chance because I was able to reframe my views about love. I realized that love wasn't this unsafe, unhealthy, chaotic place that I subconsciously viewed it as. And I realized that connection can be warm. Connection can be wholesome. Again, two notions I was lacking before. And all of these things I would have been deprived of if I ran away. All these things I never would have experienced if I didn't push myself through my own barriers. And I'm so happy that I propelled myself that I learned and I evolved. Because no matter what happens, no matter who stays or who goes, I learned, I blossomed, and I became. And I want you to think about that. I want you to think about where you are right now and what you're resisting. And certainly, can there be good reasons to resist things? Absolutely. I'm not saying that you should go and try drugs or anything of the sort. No. But if there's a good opportunity a great person who's pursuing you, um, a new job offer, a new hobby that fills you with passion. And the only thing that, that's stopping you is your own barrier, your own mind. You may want to reconsider. There were so many things I was nervous to start. I'll never forget when I started my health journey. I was nervous and I felt so out of place and I felt so disconnected being in that gym. But that's normal. See, feelings of disconnect are not always symbolic of something being wrong or something being dangerous or hazardous. It could be symbolic of mere and utter unfamiliarity, something that you have to work through. I can imagine how much more deprivation I would have experienced and suffered through had I left the gym merely because I felt uncomfortable. Or I felt nervous and unsafe. I ended up loving the gym. I ended up loving my workout routines. And I reaped immense benefits. A healthier body, a healthier mindset, more confidence, more ease and calm and peace. 
starting a new job. I'll never forget how out of place I felt when I started a new job. And I felt like, wow, I'm not cut out for this. I can't do this. I should have never done this. And it ended up being a terrific experience where I met great co-workers, some of whom became lifelong friends. And I developed amazing skills with people and other things. Life skills. What I'm saying is your discomfort is not always an accurate sign of danger. It's not always indicative of something, quote, not being meant for you. You know what's meant for you? What you choose to have. What you choose to invite in. What you choose to believe you're worthy of. Yeah, you can't control so many things. You can't control the world. It's far too big and far too vast. You can't control others. They're responsible for themselves. But you can control what you invite, what you welcome, what you choose to pursue. And you get a better idea of these things when you sit with your discomfort and understand why it's there. And when you give yourself a chance to grow. When you give yourself a chance to explore and to change and to make these new life-changing realizations. These realizations that close old doors and open new ones. And I hope that all of you will give yourselves a chance to do this. Because I'm telling you it's rewarding. And you may get fired from these jobs. You may fall out of love with these jobs or out of love with a person. You may get broken up with. But the change... And the evolution that you attain are unprecedented and irreplaceable. Because the one thing that you have in your life is you. And you want to make sure that you're taking the proper time to attune yourself, to heal yourself, and to propel through self-imposed restrictions and barriers so that you blossom and flourish and become the individual that you want to be. Every step in your life, every change will require a new you, a stronger, wiser, and more determined you, but you will never refine nor create that individual if you listen to your impulses to run. You will be miserable, stuck in this self-imposed prison of decay. You won't experience the valleys and the mountains beyond this prison. The areas that hold so much newness and so much wonder and splendor and love and heartwarming individuals who will embrace you. If you choose to stay in your current state. I heard something the other day in a podcast. Or on a show on something that I was listening to. And the individual said that his father told him. That there are two. Two stages in life. Either growth or death. And I'm paraphrasing. And he said you're either doing either or. You're either growing or you're dying. 
And I want to take a metaphorical approach. Because a while back when I kept running, and when I kept looking at discomfort as ominous, or as indicative of an unfavorable situation, I was inwardly dying. I was inwardly depressing myself, and I didn't even realize it at the time. I didn't realize the amount of deprivation and misery I was enduring, and just how I could change that. I didn't realize that I had to push myself through these instances to grow and to change and to ultimately create and construct the individual I wanted. And I want all of you to think about that. Are you growing or are you dying? Are you entrapping yourself? Are you imposing misery and decay and laziness on yourself? Because every single time you experience something new, you're a little afraid, you're a little uneasy, and you think it's not meant for you? Nervousness does not mean that something isn't meant for you. It means that it's new. It means that it's different. And it's an invitation for you to grow. It's an invitation for you to unlock your own gates, to push them open, to step onto a new path. And again, no matter what transpires, even if you leave the job, even if the relationship ends, even if you stop pursuing the hobby, at least you have gained new information and characteristics about yourself that will last forever and that will guide you through future storms and that will serve as a compass that directs you to what's truly meant for you and what's not. Yeah, my four-year relationship ended. Yeah, I stopped working at that, that one new job that I, loved, <clears throat> that I loved receiving. Yes, I stopped pursuing some hobbies. But you know what? I don't regret any of it. Because I am so proud of the man I've become. I am so proud of the lessons that I've learned that have helped me with forging new paths. And pursuing new avenues. And all of you can do the same. All of you have the ability. All of you can rise and be different. And you can allow yourself to grow. To change. And to sit through this discomfort. So I invite all of you to reflect on that quote. You're either growing or you're not. You're either growing or you're dying. So what are you resisting? What are you averse to? What right now has you making feel, excuse me, has you feeling so uncomfortable that you won't give it an honest chance, even though it could be one of the best things to try? Why won't you date that new person? That new person who seems to be so much better and so much more suited for you than old partners. That new person who wants to love you. Who wants to honor you and respect you. And actually listen to your innermost thoughts. Why are you afraid of it? Because a person who is that good can't possibly, quote, not be meant for you. You deserve that. 
but there's something within you that's impeding the progression. Why won't you go for that new job that has higher pay, that has more opportunities for growth, that has better benefits? Why won't you do it? What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of starting over? Are you afraid of having bad coworkers? Are you waiting for something to be risk-free? Because here's the news. Nothing will ever be risk-free. There's a risk in every single damn thing you do. But you know what else there is? Lessons. Change. Growth. Evolution. And those are all priceless. Why won't you pursue that new hobby? Are you afraid of what people are going to think? Are you afraid that you might fail? Well, guess what? People are going to talk anyway. And you know what? You probably will fail. But you know what I say failure is? Failure is nothing more than delayed success. And that is my quote, by the way. <laughs> Credit Jamal Kadura. Myself, the greatest podcast host ever. Self-proclaimed, at least. But yeah, you're going to fail. And you know what? Failure allows you to get better. It allows you to push through. It allows you to refine your skill set. So that way, you know what it is that you need to do. And how you can get better at it. I am so happy that I gave that four-year relationship a chance. Because it changed me. It showed me previously unknown things. It took me out of the dark. And placed me on a path of light of warmth, of comfort. I'm glad that I tried that new job. It groomed me as a man and as a professional. I was even nervous to start this podcast and to start writing to inspire on Instagram, but I'm so glad I did it. Yes, not only did I meet phenomenal people or have a great chance to share my work and my words, and it is indeed so fulfilling but I also learned more about myself so even if I stop making this podcast or if I stop posting on that page I've left an impact I've permeated this world with a deep sense of love and encouragement I have learned more about my own depths and my own strengths and resilience and I have solidified and supplemented this already great foundation that exists within me. And I've been fortunate enough to add to it. Don't mischaracterize discomfort. Don't look at it the way we were conditioned to. That, oh, it's just indicative of something or someone not being meant for you. Yeah, certain times, your emotions are indicative of that. You know, if you're feeling off for logical reasons, of course, there you go. But if you're just feeling off or uncomfortable and experiencing any form of discomfort simply because a situation is new or it's out of your comfort zone, then you need to go for it. You need to change. You need to break down those barriers and allow yourself to see new parts of the world, of others, and ultimately yourself. That's the point. That's the journey. And I hope that you all take these chances. I hope that you all reflect on these things and realize that you are your own biggest barrier. And the sooner you overcome yourself, the better your life will get. Well, there you 
Excuse me, there you go. Uh, I almost uh, coughed there. <laughs> but as you know, these are completely unrehearsed, and I thank you all so much for always tuning in to the Writing to Inspire podcast. It means so much to have you all on this journey with me, because for as much as you're growing and figuring things out, so am I. It is an endless endeavor, and it's one that I am truly elated to be a part of, and I wish you all the best. So until next time, guys, everybody stay safe, stay healthy, take care, and hopefully someday soon quarantine will be done. Take care, everybody. Much love. Thank you so much for listening to the Writing to Inspire podcast. Please be sure to give it five stars and leave a comment so that it spreads to other people. As always, I appreciate you and happy healing.